welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. Hello, Rev Women listeners. October is Filipino American History Month. To honor this event, I decided to re-release my conversation with Janelle Sell, CEO and executive producer of Janelle So Productions. Janelle is a Filipino-American media pioneer who made a name for herself as the creator and original host and producer of America's first and only daily talk show, Born About Filipinos, Kabalayan Today, on KSCI-TV LA 18. The show that ran for eight and a half years under Janelle's leadership was also the longest-running Filipino daily talk show outside of the Philippines. Janelle is now CEO and executive producer of her own company, which she launched in 2015, Janelle So Productions, Inc., in July 2017, she launched her new weekly magazine lifestyle show, So Janelle, which airs on US-wide cable channel The Filipino Channel, the premier global Filipino channel with replays on ANC, and with over-the-air distribution on KSCI-TV LA18 in Southern California. Janelle and her JSP team also produce internal videos for select corporate clients. During the pandemic, Janelle has become a hands-on mom to her five-year-old daughter, Lily, and two-year-old son, Leo, effectively balancing a thriving life of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Janelle's hard work and accomplishments as a media practitioner has been recognized by mainstream and Filipino organizations. In 2020, Janelle was included in the prestigious list of 100 Most Influential Filipinos to celebrate the 10th year of TOFA the Outstanding Filipinos in America at Carnegie Hall in New York City, to which Janelle was first inducted in 2018. Janelle is also very active in social work and community service. She currently serves as Director of Strategic Partnerships of the National Federation of Filipino American Associations, NAFA National, and on the board of NAFA Greater Los Angeles Region. In 2012, Janelle was the youngest person elected to the Board of Directors for Gawad Kalinga, USA a nonprofit group aiming to eradicate poverty in the Philippines by building communities through values formation and social entrepreneurship. In 2013, Janelle was also invited to join the LA Associates Board of Teach for America, an American nonprofit organization that aims to make education available to children of low-income families. She is also a passionate volunteer for the Center for the Pacific Asian Family, a group dealing with domestic violence issues. Hi, Janelle. Welcome to Revolutionary Woman. How are you today? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing well. I'm happy to have been invited by you on your show. And um, yeah, thank you for having me. Great. Thank you so much for coming on. So for those who don't know anything about you, which is really not fair because every, a lot of people know you, <laughs> but for those, oh. for those who don't, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so, okay. Uh, where do I start? I, I am now an entrepreneur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own production company that produces a weekly magazine show, mm-hmm. um, that airs over TFC and ANC and a local channel here in Southern California as well. We used to be with LA 18. Now we are transitioning and moving to, uh, Mnet, Mnet TV, uh, which is on channel 25.5. Um, I am an immigrant to the U.S. I moved here to be with my family, my parents, my siblings who first moved before I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, over here, I was able to, um, I'm largely credited for um, starting the first and only locally produced daily talk show for Filipinos in the U.S. We started that in 2006. Um, and I stayed on as host and producer of the daily show mm-hmm. up until 2014 when I left to um, to get married. And mm-hmm. now I have two children, um, a five-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. Prior to moving to the States, I was a sportscaster in the oh, Philippines. Cool. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I read... Um, that your family was in the clothing manufacturing industry, um, supplying ready-to-wear clothing to retailers. 
Did you ever think about going into the fashion industry yourself? I mean, I've seen how you look and, and how you're always so put together. So I was like, I'm surprised you didn't go into fashion. Thank you. You're too kind. Um, no, you know, it's so odd because, yes, my parents, we had a manufacturing business in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. and But my parents, I saw how hard they worked. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really funny because... Um, uh, so I grew up kind of resenting that, like on mm. the weekends, mm. they would, um, they would still be at the factory or we would go to the mall, but like they would be checking on their stocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> they would still be working. If, if it were moving. Yeah. So yeah. it's always working. And then what happened was the driver would pick us up, um, cause this was in the Philippine drivers pick, pick us up from school mm -hmm. and drop us all off at the factory because then we, we, at we could at least spend time with my parents mm -hmm. and sometimes my parents um would stay late so we would all go home together late oh, okay. and i also didn't like that yeah? yeah so i thought that was difficult i did not think of going into fashion but i just knew that i didn't want to start my own business mm. because but because of that family experience okay. and and I say it's odd and it's funny because yeah. now you started your I own. started <laughs> yes yeah. and to enable me to be with my kids right does that make sense isn't oh, that yeah. funny like you know oh, yeah um it is it yeah, is pretty it, odd yeah but it's, it's <laughs> it, in a good way because you kind of came full circle because you started from that and not thinking that you'd ever you'd ever want to get into something like you know owning a business and then here you are you have the a uh, very successful um talk show ho uh, talk talk show um where you're the host and the producer <laughs> and the writer you know so you're really mm -hmm. doing it all just like your parents did so yeah. <laughs> but, but that's yeah. but that's good and it's different in a way because you are you know you're still making sure that your family is is important you know you're making sure that your 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 time with your family you spend a lot of time with them so even though you're busy yourself you you are making sure that your family is you know taken care of so that's amazing. Yeah. It's almost like I schedule my days around what the kids need. Mm -hmm. So like if there's a doctor's appointment, a dental appointment, mm -hmm. all that stuff, I schedule and then I'll, you know, I'll prioritize those mm -hmm. and then I'll schedule meetings and other stuff and even filming around mm -hmm. those schedule of the kids. So, um, yeah, and it's tough mm -hmm. uh, to balance everything, but, um, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let me go back. In the late 90s, early 2000s, you were known as the courtside, as a courtside reporter. And I didn't realize what that was until I realized it was for a, um, be, being a reporter during sports events. So like PBA, um, Philippine Basketball Association, NCAA. Now, did you like being a courtside reporter? Um, yes. Back so then? I ended yeah. up, yeah, I ended up liking it. I was not into sports when I stumbled upon the job. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess they liked me. Mm -hmm. I guess they were looking more for camera presence more than like knowledge mm -hmm. of the sport. So they, mm -hmm. so they saw that, I guess they saw that in me and then they had me train, right. um, and get to know basketball, learn basketball, get to know the players and all that. Um, it's very exciting. I think it's what trained me to think on my feet because mm -hmm. you know, with sports, so it's not scripted. Right. You don't know who's going to get injured and whatnot. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it, it enabled me to think of my feet. It enabled me, it trained me to be an observer, mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, um, yeah, I, I did that from, I guess, 1995 mm -hmm. up until I left in 2003 was when I left the Philippines. Right. Okay. I read that as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so before coming to the States in 2003, you had, you had quite a career, first in print, then in broadcast journalism. Um, and then, you know, when you came to the U.S., um, oh, well, you left. So in 2003, you left your career as a sportscaster. 
um, was leaving that career hard to do? You know, because you were you were already like you had a career in the Philippines, and then you had to leave, or you decided you you wanted to leave and go to the states. Was what was uh, that like? Yeah, it was tough. That's why um, going back to my introduction earlier, mm-hmm. uh, um, I, when I said that my, I moved here because my siblings and right. my parents were already here, yeah. uh, I did not want to leave the mm-hmm. Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing well with uh, a weekly sports show. Mm-hmm. I had a culture and affair culture affairs show. Uh-huh. I had two columns in in a uh, in a daily broadsheet, Philippine Star. Right, I yeah. was a columnist for I was a sports columnist, um, and also a lifestyle columnist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it it was just a fun life mm-hmm. um, and a career. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was a tough decision to move. Mm-hmm. I prayed. I prayed about it, and I think that um, I think that you know, in life, we have our own values, right? Mm-hmm. I think that my value, one of my the values that I hold dear, is really family. Mm-hmm. And so I had a career back home, but I was living on my own, which I also mm-hmm. liked. Mm-hmm. But all my family were here: my parents, my sister, my two brothers, and. Um, I guess I was convinced to just try it out. Yeah. My dad okay. said, you know, uh-huh. yeah, my, my dad said, just try it out. Come here, study. If you don't like living here, then at, at least you've already tried it. Mm-hmm. Then you can just go back. So was your intention to go back and, you know, just... Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, my intention, my intention was to go back. Oh. Um, my intention was to just to study here, but when I finished my nine-month course, mm-hmm. it's a certi- certificate course uh, for print and broadcast journalism at UCLA. Right. Um, yeah. I uh, I got a year of optional practical training, mm. so I said, okay, I'll stay another year because you know, and my dad was also well, yeah, because I was saying at least if I get um, the experience um, to do it here. Right. Then um, I'll still I can use that experience when I go back to the Philippines. So that was still the intention. Wow. Um, but then in the course of that year of practical training, um, I guess I had just kept pushing and I wanted to stay a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then I landed the LA eighteen job, right? Which which was to start and uh, to start the that day talk show. And so, yeah, and that's when I, in 2006, I think, was when I decided I'm going to stay. Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. I mean, something that you hadn't planned on doing, and now, you know, it, it, it basically opened up more opportunities for you because you did stay. You decided to stay. Um, so after nine months at UCLA, you got a freelance job at a Filipino station earning $75 for each story which you interviewed, wrote, and produced. Um, how was that experience compared to what you were doing in the Philippines? Was it, was, was that kind of, like, did it open up more doors doing that? Or was it more like, I can't believe I have to do this when I've had a career, yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the that Philippines? That was it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. The second one. I can't oh, believe okay. I'm having to do this. Like, um, you know, Starting for, for over. this little amount of money. Right. I'm doing producing, I'm shooting, I'm like researching and everything. Oh and it's, yeah. well, it's it's a, like a three to five day days uh-huh. of work. And uh-huh. you, you know, you get that much. And in the Philippines, you have a writer, you have a producer, you have an uh-huh. assistant, you have like, you know, yeah. this one, it's, it was almost short of actually filming myself. Wow. Um, I was doing everything else, right. Uh-huh. Um, but and so I did that for about a year. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's what, in hindsight, God was preparing me for the LA 18 opportunity. Mm. So first of all, because I was doing that, I got exposed to like media people mm-hmm. with the Filipino American community because I was doing stories for TFC. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Balitang America. Mm-hmm. I became their uh, Southern California correspondent. But um, oh. yeah, so what happened was um, uh, I was belaboring what I was doing, right? I was, you know, kind of complaining, kind of like, you know, what the heck am I doing? I can just easily go back to the Philippines. But because of my exposure there, when LA 18, the local station here at that time, 
um, uh, sent a call out for mm -hmm. people to audition to host and produce this Filipino show, one of the people that I met in my coverage um, sent me that call out. Oh, wow. And that's how I found out about the audition. Oh. But more than that, when LA 18 got me, I was already their third choice. So they tried two other hosts uh -huh. before me. Oh. But the hosts did not know how to, I guess there were other skills that they were looking for. They weren't just looking for a host mm -hmm. to read scripts or, to, you know, mm -hmm. they were looking for somebody to do it all. So <sighs> meaning to host and produce, look for guests, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Wow. And, and so and you had that's that. how... Yeah, you had all those yes, skills already. <laughs> because, yeah, because I already got my training doing that. Right. Um, so, and so, yeah, if you look at it, if you think about it, um, and that's why I say God was preparing me mm. to, um, yeah, God was preparing me for that opportunity. I'm happy. Yeah. Now you see, like, nothing nothing is happenstance, you know, mm -hmm. everything is, I think, by God's design. Mm -hmm. And we just trust that, um yeah, whatever opportunity comes our way, we just have to make the most out of it because um, because wow. God, it's God is leading us to do something wow. else, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and and that, that <laughs> makes so much sense. I love that. Um, so for those, okay, so on a segment that I saw on YouTube called "Power Nang Pinoy," which is "Power of Pinoy" or Filipino, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I heard you say this, which I thought was really, I thought it was really. Um, powerful, which is being in the U.S., it teaches you discipline. It teaches you humility. Was this something you didn't anticipate coming here after having such a, a successful career back in the Philippines? Yes, no, definitely. Um, well, first of all, because in the Philippines, you have a lot of help. I see. Okay. Here, you've, you've, you're trained to rely on yourself. Yes, for sure. Because no one else will do things for you. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's where I think the discipline comes from. Mm -hmm. It also teaches you humility because I was I did things here that I never thought I'd, in a million years that I could do in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. um, after my year of optional practical training expired, I had wanted to continue living here. So I had to look for a sponsor mm -hmm. for my work visa. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I applied at a Filipino newspaper publication, mm -hmm. but then they, cause I thought, you know, I had a writing background right. as well. Yeah. So, right. But they told me that they will only sponsor my visa if I did advertising, newspaper what? advertising sales. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. So I've had to, I've had to turn my back on my broadcast career uh -huh. when I did that. Um, wow. And selling, you know, my first my first paycheck was 50 bucks oh, wow. and it was 15 days worth of work. Right. Uh -huh. And, um, and what I did with that was I would carry the newspapers park at a plaza uh -huh. and then go door to door. Oh my wanting, gosh. Yeah. In Carson where there's a lot of Filipinos, uh -huh. that's how I started, wow. you know? Um, and that's why I think you know, the humility, mm. um, to start over, as mm -hmm. well right mm -hmm. because a lot of and i get that a lot when i do interviews now with other people mm -hmm. um you really need humility here because like let i've interviewed stars like mm -hmm. you know uh, stars from the philippines yeah. that move here right thinking that there's there's they're also going to be it's the same status it's not right whatever you are whoever you were in the philippines leave that behind because then here Mm -hmm. you'll ha need to have the humility to start over. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sure. be saying, Oh, but I didn't do that in the Philippines. Uh -huh. Well, you're going to have to do that now. It's a different place, you know? Right. right. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's what I meant. Wow. By that. Yeah. It's a totally different yeah. mindset. It's a totally different mindset, you know, because like you said, it you know, it's, it's, you definitely work more making sure that you can take care of yourself you know, over mm -hmm. here, as opposed to being back in the Philippines. Wow. Exactly. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I didn't realize that you were doing door to door. Jeez. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I was doing that. I was wow. doing that to the point where, like, you know, it's news print. So mm -hmm. the, the print, um, remember in newspapers, you yeah. hold the newspapers and then your, your fingers <laughs> will be like. <laughs> oh, it has ink on your I hands. I did that. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, in the heat, oh, um, I go or I would try like there was one, 
I had a client there, um, a construction, like a remodeling and construction business. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're cool people. Mm -hmm. But I remember like, always wanting, like when I asked to visit them or renew a contract or negotiate something, mm -hmm. I would bring them a drink, right? I would mm -hmm. first, I, I think first time I brought cake or something and they said, no, get, bring us drinks because <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh I started, gosh. I started bringing them drinks, but then they'll be like, come here, drink with us. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That's, yeah, so so funny. I, that's so funny. Yeah. But I think that that experience. Yeah also prepared me for something mm. and it's really when you think about it it's really really beautiful god's plans and how he works right mm -hmm. so then i got the job mm -hmm. at ellen 18 hosting right. and producing right because of my training yeah. uh, as a correspondent as mm -hmm. a reporter right yeah um and then i was also thinking like why am I doing this? Why? As I, as I was going door to door, like, what the heck am I doing? I can always go, go back to the Philippines and, and be a personality there or be on TV or be, you know, yeah. be a journalist, right? right exactly. Um, but then I kept pushing, I kept pushing to the point to the point where even when I was doing the show on LA 18, mm -hmm. I had two concurrent work visas. Um, I was still selling Oh, newspaper assets because I was or I already had clients and I didn't want to let go right right yeah and then and then I told my boss at LA 18 look I have clients in the on print mm -hmm. that also want to do TV advertising ah. and um, and then they said go ahead and sell them so then I also became because then who else like they're they're like who else who is the best person to sell a show is you because mm -hmm. you know your show right you know your run you know it so so right. if you can sell it sell it so i had a really uh rare role mm -hmm. in the station i think i think i was the only one the only talent mm -hmm. who was hosting and producing plus selling my own show <laughs> and uh, right that's wild yeah and then yeah and then that all that prepared mm -hmm. me to what I'm doing now, I know, I know. which wow. is, yeah, for, like really producing my own show and, and having my own uh, production company. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and a lot, a lot of work and, and so much experience, which, like you said, really prepared you to where you are now, you know, right? having your, yeah. your, having your, your, your talk show host. So Janelle, oh my gosh, I love that. Wow. Okay, so for, <laughs> so for those who don't know what Kababayan means, what is Kababayan? Kababayan, Kababayan the word mm -hmm. means countrymen. Ah, okay. Right? Yep. So when they asked me uh, to host and produce it, they had already figured out the name. Mm. And they said it was going to be Kababayan. So, okay. we, you know, Kababayan LA. Um, and because it was in LA. But then a year or two years before I left, it was started... Uh, it's to syndicate in Hawaii. Mm. So then we changed the name from Kababayan LA to mm -hmm. Kababayan Today. Oh, okay. Huh. And so when I, yeah, so when I left, that was, that was it, Kababayan, that was the name Kababayan Today. And wow. um, yeah, when you asked me if it was hard for me to leave my broadcast career in the Philippines to move here, mm -hmm. yes, it was. Mm -hmm. um, but I left it again for the second time right. when I, yeah, two weeks before my wedding, I oh, uh, tendered my resignation wow. and I left, I wow. left, uh, I built up the show from ground up uh, mm. from 2006 until 2014. Wow. That's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It was daily. So it oh was my grueling. Gosh. My hours were very demanding. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, when I started looking at you, the videos on, on YouTube, I'm like, how is this woman doing this? <laughs> but it, 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 show, it goes to show you that you really had, you know, the discipline to do it. And you had the mindset that like, you know what, no, I'm going to make this work. You know, I'm here. I, I know what I'm doing. So I'm going to make this work. So. Yeah. Um, so when I left LA 18, mm -hmm. I tendered my resignation. I got nothing from the wow. show that I built, right? Are you serious? From the show, yeah, for eight and a half years of my time. Oh my I got gosh. nothing. 
yeah so even now i know someone is monetizing the youtube videos and wow. all that but i don't get any of that even when the show ended somebody replaced me as uh -huh. as host producer uh -huh. and i think she had like a two-year run with it uh -huh. um and this when it was the show was ending because um eventually the the company the network decided to stop all their local productions mm -hmm. Um, it, it was airing, it, it ended in June 2017. And I remember um, the city of LA gave recognition to the show and I wasn't even invited. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so. Um, That's horrible. It, it, well, you know, I think these things teach you lessons, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Lessons. And so the teaching that I got out of that was, um, it was prepared, it, 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 that's what opened my eyes to entrepreneurship. Mm. And that's what pushed me to start my own. Okay. Because I told my husband, well, I got bored. I, I left the show because I thought I wanted to be a housewife, but I got mm. bored. So <laughs> I told my husband, <laughs> I uh -huh. told my husband that if I were to do this again, I would want to own it uh, because yeah. of what I learned from my old show. Right. Wow. Right. Uh -huh. I say it's mine because really, I think it's mine, but yeah. um, it wasn't, it was, it's not really mine. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so I think that experience um, prepared me for entrepreneurship that's and that's, amazing. you know, you invest in yourself, yeah. whether it, it, whether it tanks or it, you know, flies, it, it's you, wow. you know, yeah, and you're for sure. working for yourself. Yeah. I, um, I was interviewed not too long ago, and I like to quote because I was interviewed not too long ago by a very accomplished journalist mm -hmm. in the Philippines, mm -hmm. right? Um, and she said, why don't you apply or apply for uh, at a main street? Because you know how like us Filipinos, you have this mm -hmm. fascination of um, uh, breaking through mainstream, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she was like, why don't you apply to be re a reporter or an anchor in a mainstream station or mainstream company uh-huh yeah um first because i think the first I, i'm not doing that because um i want to be mom uh, there was a time when i didn't even think that i was going to be mom and mm -hmm. so i prayed to god mm -hmm. to be to make me a mom and now i have two wonderful children mm -hmm. i want to take care of them and prioritize them mm -hmm. and i can't do that if right. I'm an employee, even at any mainstream station. Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. Number two, and because of that, I'm like, career will always be there, but my children will grow up whether I take care of them or not. Mm -hmm. So what, what choices do I have? Take care of them right. or not take care of them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the, and then another one, it's exactly that. I don't want to be an employee again. Yeah. I want to invest in myself. Yes, right? Yeah. Exactly. I want to invest in myself. And then finally, it's not just investing in myself, investing in these stories, investing right. in the Filipino community, because yeah. if everyone only wants to cover mainstream, mm -hmm. we have other stories that are inspiring, that are worth noting mm -hmm. in a community. And if, 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 if I don't take the time to do that, who oh, will? Well, right. Because so, exactly. the mainstream networks will not you know will mm -hmm. not readily cover different filipino stories right, right? yeah so there's right. got to be yeah and in a way i'm also doing this because my children are half filipino my husband's english mm -hmm. and we're raising them in america mm -hmm. i want them to see stories of mm -hmm. filipinos i want them to grow up around right community yeah you know and um uh, because yeah that's awesome. So those are, yeah, those are my reasons. <laughs> and, and that's amazing because you really, like you said, all of those things that you went through already prepared you to create your own show, to create a foundation where you can look back and say, okay, yes, I went through a lot, but I did this on my own terms and not on anybody else's terms. You know, you didn't have to resort to being, um, having to to go to a different to a mainstream um, show because you wanted you your aim is really to showcase Filipinos and their stories, which is mm -hmm. incredible. I love that. You know, it really is because I don't know any. You know, I, there's so many 
stories that I've never heard of, you know, and, yeah. but, and, and you're bringing that up, you are highlighting them, you know, whether they're, um, they're from the Philippines or, or are here, you know, trying to like get their, their, um, get into the mainstream or at least, or, or even like making sure they're known here, uh, uh, even though they're also known in the Philippines. That's, that's pretty awesome. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So, and then you founded Janelso Productions in 2015, is that right? Yes. So, um, when I got married and I left in 2014, I got married, I got bored in 2015. (laughs) I I wanted to start my own company, Uh but I realized that we discovered that I was pregnant. Mm. So, my husband said, might as well wait because you know right. and so i started I, the company in 2015 just you know paperwork and everything mm-hmm. but i didn't really produce the show and launch the show until 2017 by Got then it. my my eldest was already about a year and a half oh wow and it's called yeah. so janelle right so janelle tv so and yes. um and it airs five times a week on tfc and um, uh, no is that correct? No, no. It airs five times a week over TFC, ANC, and a local channel in okay, LA. Got it. So, um, so twice on TFC, twice on um, ANC, and once on the LA, on the, uh, on the Southern California local channel. Yes. Got it. Wow. And it's is it and what type of shows um, do you or what type of topics do you cover? Is it a lifestyle show primarily, or do you do uh, do you cover news as well when it's warranted? Um, I cover I cover um, I cover news. Mm-hmm. I, I cover base pretty much whatever. It's a wide range mm-hmm. of um, topics that we cover, okay. but it's really highlighting like Filipino stories and Filipino personalities. Got it. Okay. Wow, I love that. Yeah. Um, so. In addition to hosting, writing, and producing your show, I read that your experience in advertising sales helped getting helped in getting companies like big companies like Toyota, McDonald's, Jollibee, to name a few, to support your show. That's pretty amazing. Was that easy to approach because those companies because of your advertising experience in that industry? Yes. That's amazing. Yes. So um, it's it's amazing because when I left. Um, yeah, when I left, even like other companies like zoom.com, mm-hmm. um, uh, messaged me on Facebook when I made the announcement on Facebook and said, please get in touch with our, our, our advertising agency. We want to support you. Wow. That's um, and then Toyota. Yeah. When I called Toyota, they were like, oh, you're back, huh? you know? And yeah. And so they, um, yeah, they also wanted to support. Um, and even now, like in meetings, like, oh, you know, Janelle, we know Janelle, we know she always does good work. We, we know she always, like, uh, goes above and beyond, like, the terms of the contract, for right. instance, or the proposal. I would propose this, but I will do more. Uh-huh. And things like that. It's just, it's just nice yeah. to know that, um, uh, I, I guess, um, these companies, I've built trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. with these companies that they're, um, yeah, that they're supporting me. Yeah, you've built a relationship with all these companies. It really starts yeah. with that. It starts with connection and, and relationships with them because mm-hmm. they, they trust you. They, they know your work. So they know that, you know, that they can rely on that. That's, that's I, I love that. So, yeah. um, okay, so was there, okay, was, did you ever have an aha moment, you know, like an incident or event that you thought, Okay, I need to do this, like if not for myself, you know, for, for hopefully the future. Um. Yeah. Um. Like I said, um, when my aha moment came when I left LA eighteen and I realized that, you know, the years that I've built, the years that I've um, expended mm-hmm. efforts and mm-hmm. all that um, to build up my show mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get anything for that right. and that was my aha moment is like aha next uh-huh. time I if ever I go back to working right. I, I want to do this and I want to invest in myself I want to invest in my community and do this that's amazing um yeah that's I think awesome that's yeah that's my most recent aha moment that's yeah. awesome <laughs> well okay so in 2011 
um, the Filipino Women's Network named you one of the most influential Filipinas in the States. I love that. Congratulations. How Thank did it you. feel being given that recognition? This was in 2011. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, it was funny because... Um, I had um, I had a boy my first boyfriend in the Philippines right, um, and that time, you know when you're, I think I guess it's called first love whatever, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. think that you know you want to end up with a person da 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 da. So mm -hmm. I mean I wanted to get married. I wanted to marry him, mm -hmm. right? Because I didn't know any better. He was my first boyfriend, so all that. Um, and I always say this because. The evening of the awarding mm -hmm. in 2011 was the morning, I, I think, of his wedding day. Oh, wow. And by then, I was still single oh, with wow. a career, uh -huh. and he was getting married. It's just, again, it's funny. It's, it's yeah. uh -huh. you know, because um, with the time when I wanted to get married, right. he, he knew he, we were too young wow. to okay. get married. So, you know, and then it's just... It's funny how life turns out, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that was one of the things that struck me because mm. I thought it was symbolic mm -hmm. that, you know, um, yeah, he, he, there he was getting married and here I was accepting an award for for my, I guess, impact mm. as a Filipino, right? right. Um, yeah. 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 And then secondly, um, of course, any recognition humbles you mm. because mm -hmm. then you're alongside other personalities and figures who 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 have done much more mm -hmm. and you know to be in the same on the same stage with them and all that it was it was pretty spectacular oh, that's <laughs> like awesome. you know I love and that. then yeah and then um also I was you know happy that I was able to make my parents proud yeah I'm sure right of course I remember that the awarding was in San Francisco I flew in yeah, I flew in my parents mm. um, so that they can see it because, wow. and especially my dad, he was kind of the one that convinced me to just try it out here. Yeah. And yeah. Look, where, yeah, right? look where it got you. So, yep. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I love that. So there. Aww. Yeah. Okay. And also in 2012, you chaired a celebration for the American Filipino history in Carson and was cited as the supreme bayani he, or hero in, Philipp in in English for all the work you've done. Congratulations on that as well. Thank, That's thank you. really awesome. And and what I loved is you have you actually um, had a quote saying I don't see it as a privilege. I see it as a responsibility. What did you mean by that? Um it is a responsibility because like when you're a public figure or mm. people look up to you mm. or you're being tasked to chair an event mm -hmm. or um, people watch you on TV it, 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 it's a responsibility you yeah. have to ho hold myself accountable mm -hmm. I have to hold myself in a certain you know mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. um, because people look to you yeah not necessarily look look up to me but just look to me but just look to me for you know, even when I do the show, it's mm -hmm. I want to make sure that the information that I'm sharing is accurate. Right. I want to make sure that what I'm saying is, you know, um, it's just, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm losing my words for now. But um, yeah, so it's something like that, right? Yeah. So it is a, it is a responsibility. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so yeah. in addition to your hosting your own show, you do a lot of volunteer work as well. Um, I read that one of them was CPAS, which is Center for Pacific Asian Family, which educates the community about domestic violence. Why was that important mm -hmm. for you to get involved with CPAS? Oh, um, that was, uh, yeah, uh, CPAF, right? Um, yes. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, um, when I was at LA 18, it was an Asian language station. It, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't necessary. So if we had like Koreans, Chinese, um, and I guess our social, uh, like she was in charge of nonprofit organizations and connecting to them and all that. Um, she introduced me to CPAP. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I said earlier, going back to like one of the 
the things that I think I hold dear mm -hmm. is the value of family. Yes. Yes, you did say that. And so I wanted to lend my time, whatever I can do to help uh, with um, the victims of like uh, um, domestic violence. Yeah. Because it is still with family, right? It, yeah. it, you know, we want to kind of try to protect the family, but at the same time, if you're being abused, we we or if a spouse is being abused and children are being abused, we mm -hmm. we want to support them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. What so I think that's that. yeah. Wow. So that's yeah. So that's why I wanted to get involved be, with that. Yes, that's awesome. Yes. Okay, so this thing I really love. In March, as part of Women's History Month, you announced your partnership with Rappler, which is a Philippine-based news and information platform founded yeah. by the amazing Maria Ressa, whom I adore. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love her. I think she's amazing. But how did that partnership come about? I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, I... Uh... One of my staff at that time mm -hmm. uh, used to work for Rappler and had like connections mm -hmm. to Rappler. Mm -hmm. And we came up with a proposal because, you know, Rappler always needs content, right? Mm -hmm. So we came up with a proposal to them that we would write up some of the stories because, you know, it's a waste. We, ha we get a lot of stories mm -hmm. um, on video so that we would write up a story once a, once a week Mm -hmm. um, based on like we would pick which stories are the strongest for mm -hmm. the week, um, mm -hmm. write a, an article and that Rappler will publish it on their oh, site in, in, okay. in, connect, in partnership with us. Right. Okay. And they would also publish the link to the, the version of the segment that was edited. Wow. Okay. And that's how it came about. That's awesome. And I saw the um, article with you and Maria Ressa, the, the, the photo of you two, and I'm like, that's <laughs> pretty badass you know two of you are like you know like such powerful examples of what you know wh when you put your mind to it what you can really accomplish as as influential and uh, women and entrepreneur so yeah I was like that's that's pretty incredible I love that thank you um thank you yeah that that's really that, that's really like especially since you know my only source of Filipino news is when I go online. So, like seeing your show, like I've seen a few of your of your episodes, and it's really cool because you know I get to like find out more about these Filipinos that I've never even known about, you know. And then I, I loved it because you had recently you recently had the director of Tresse, and I'm like, yeah. how cool is that? You know, that's amazing yeah. because yes, that you know he he's. Filipino, but but he's all he's in the mainstream and he's doing stuff with Netflix and Tresse is so, like it blew up. You know, Tresse really blew up. I love that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the executive director of the of the movie uh, of the series. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing. And see, even when I interviewed him, mm -hmm. um, he told me that he has never been interviewed for being Filipino. Huh. He, he has also directed other, like, big, I guess, big stuff, big mm -hmm. projects. Mm -hmm. um, and he was always, he's always interviewed for his work, mm -hmm. but never about his journey as a Filipino. Wow. That's which big. is amazing. Yeah. And not too long ago, but not long before that, I had interviewed Marissa Pizarro, who's the highest ranking Filipina in the music industry, but also is in, on the top ten. Huh. Uh, of Billboard's um, influential women in music or something like that. Wow. Um, and even even during my interview with her, she said, you know, yeah, we get interviews, but I've never been interviewed. I've never um, been interviewed about, you know, her Filipino as well, her Filipino mm -hmm. journey as well. That's wild. Which is amazing. Yeah. And then this goes back to like kind of what I said as um, – and like my mission mm -hmm. is to draw these people out, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then um, draw their stories out of them so that it will inspire others. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. So, okay. So um, do you think that there's still a long way to go before Filipinos get the recognition and acknowledgement they deserve? Or is it getting better? It, oh, it's getting a lot better. Good. We have a lot more 
yeah, it's getting a lot better for really in any industry. We ha- there's a lot of Filipinos that are doing very well. That's amazing. It's not just in entertainment, because of course we have entertainment and we know, but then mm-hmm. in sports, it, but you know, it's it's not just that. There's there's also others, and I think um, now when there's a big push for diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we have a better chance at being recognized more yeah. for the things that we do. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. You're doing a great service, you know, especially acknowledging and celebrating these people, you know, for be, you. for all their work and for being, yeah, as well as being Filipinos. That's, Thank you. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so who would you give credit to for where you are now, if you had to think? Um, well, obviously my parents, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. uh, and then now my husband, mm. I don't think people always, um, kind of like compliment me, uh, for being able to balance motherhood and, and you know, everything in between, um, and they say that I do it with grace or I do it looking good or mm. I do it, you know, it's just, but, and I always say that it's because my husband of my husband, mm. my husband is very, very, very supportive. He supports me in any way he can. Mm. And he helps with whatever kind of help I need. Like if I need him to um, feed the children while I do this interview mm. or, you know, help cook dinner for the family because I still have a meeting or my meeting's running late, you know, mm-hmm. he does all that. So just those, to, you know, my parents, my husband, mm-hmm. um, and of course God, because mm-hmm. I think that everything is just, like I said, it's by his design, right? Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's us. That's really awesome. So do you have any other personal goals? I mean, you have this successful show is there anything else that you haven't done you'd like to do um no (laughs) i'm pretty um i'm pretty happy okay with where i am right now i'm pretty because i think you know kids give a lot of joy Mm. right Mm -hmm. um and you know, just being with them and being able to mother them and mm. being able to spend time with them. Right. Um, it, it's, it's, for me, um, it's an accomplishment. Okay, I love that. And for me, it's my biggest accomplishment. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And so what are your goals for So Janelle TV and your production company? So So Janelle TV... Um, Maybe, maybe in in a few years we'll start. I mean, so Channel TV. My goal is to just get more support for it, mm-hmm. advertising wise, mm-hmm. but also to ha- have more people um, know about it as a mm. platform. You know, yeah, I get a lot of yeah, yeah. I get um, I get compliments from people about how you know they get okay there's this one story all right i have a segment on the show called so true where we talk about the immigrant journey mm. and i was talking to this other this pinay power she's filipina very powerful as well mm. um and she started crying hmm. and she said her father was a top-notch producer in the philippines who moved here thinking that he could recreate the success from the Philippines to here. Mm -hmm. But when he realized that it was difficult, he just started, you know, being bitter, Mm. right? Um, Towards the end, he he divorced. So I guess the father divorced, or the mother divorced the father Mm -hmm. because he became a drunk. Mm. Um, And then the father ended up homeless in the Philippines. Wow. Uh, moved back to the Philippines, ended up homeless there, never got over the heartbreak of not being able to recreate that kind of success from the Philippines to mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is powerful because when I share stories of immigrant struggles, mm-hmm. um, that's exactly um, what I want. Yeah. I want people to know that success in America is possible but you can't do it overnight right. and you can't do it with the it may not be the same 
as what you were doing in the Philippines. Right. So you've got to be, and she said, um, the woman that I was talking to, whose dad, you told me the story of her dad, mm -hmm. said, I wish that my dad had watched shows like yours. Wow. Because it's encouraging to know that, no, no you're not alone, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I also, on the show, I ask, like, what would be your advice mm -hmm. to, to immigrants who may be struggling? And mm -hmm. I know, because I'm also an immigrant, there were times when I'd sit in front of the computer and cry mm -hmm. because my contemporaries in the Philippines at the time were all getting landing bigger roles mm -hmm. or new jobs or new shows. And, mm -hmm. and I was, you know, I wasn't sure what I was doing at that point. I was selling advertising, right. uh, newspaper advertising, yeah. you know, yeah. but um, yeah. And, and, and so that's my goal for So Janelle is to just keep bringing out stories like that. And also for more people to know about it. I love that. Yes. Right. Because because yeah. it's a waste. We we my team and I, we work very hard to get these stories out. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's not being seen by yeah. a large audience, right, then, you know, we're hoping to, yeah, to be to have more impact. Right. Um, so that's that for the production company, I'm all I'm actually starting to produce more. Uh -huh. um, so I there's a new channel mm -hmm. um, and it's 25.5 and I'm trying to build a Filipino block there. Wow. So soon we may be able to air ASAP, you know, the variety show in the Philippines from ABS-CBN. I'm working on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then as well as another show, a, a, a friend's show, uh, the, the show of one of my friends. Wow. So, yeah, so that's the that's the um, that's the goal for that's the amazing. production company is to huh. produce, to actually produce not wow. just my show, but other shows. Right. Well, you're yeah. busy. <laughs> you're going to be busy. You're going to be busy for a while. I love that. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. You. Okay, so is there and how would people um so can you tell me again the um channels of where they could see your show? Okay, so let me pull that up. Sorry. That's okay. So, um in Southern California, mm -hmm. we are now on on Mondays mm -hmm. at um, 6 p.m. So it's 6 to 6.30 and it's on channel 25.5. It's a digital channel. Okay. And uh, for TFC subscribers all over the U.S., um, they can catch us on Sundays mm -hmm. at um, uh, 4.30 p.m. Okay. And then on ANC... Mm -hmm. um, they can catch, these are, uh, ANC is the replay, um, they can catch us um, at 10.30 a.m. on Saturdays, uh, no, sorry, 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, okay, um, wow. Yeah. And they can also see replays on YouTube, correct? Yes, so the YouTube ones um, are actually the complete interview. Ah. So some of my interviews will run like 30 minutes, mm -hmm. but you know, there's no airtime for it because airtime is expensive. Right. So we would um, instead edit a longer or a more complete interview for uh -huh. YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so it. actually YouTube is better because then you get more. Oh, okay. I love that. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners about, you know, your journey as a Filipina, you know, and, and making it in the U.S. the way you did. It was not linear for sure, but, you yeah. know, it was, and it's been an adventure, I'm sure. But what would you say to someone who's just starting out? Um, keep at it. Mm -hmm. uh, keep at it, but at the same time, keep praying. Mm. I do believe, because it's happened to me so many times, there's a passage in the Bible that I'm loosely translating, but it's basically um, many are the plants in a man's head, but it's God's or in a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that prevails. Wow. So keep at it, but keep praying mm -hmm. so that you're led to the, you know, for whatever, you know, um, whatever he has in store for you. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and don't be easily discouraged. Mm -hmm. As immigrants, it is tough. Um, but if you're willing to do the work, um, yeah. you you can be successful. Yeah. Wow. But also, you know, because 
when I say successful, mm -hmm. I know that it's subjective, like mm -hmm. what success means to everyone. Right. But for me, success is, you know, having just having the love and respect of the people that you love and respect. Mm. That's wonderful. You know, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, well, yeah. oh, my God. OK. And I have one last question, which is if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self? Mm, um, basically the same things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell myself, yeah, I'll keep working. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, basically the same thing. Keep wow. working. Don't mind what other people say. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, do you be you? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so, okay, you mentioned your two kids, whom I think they're adorable. I've seen photos of them Thank on you. your Instagram, um, uh, on your Instagram um, show, and and it's it's amazing because they, Lily, you know, your daughter is just like she i think she's going to be the next you <laughs> oh thank you no i always people say that but you know i always say no she's going to be better i hope mm. she's better i hope she accomplished more well okay um, but and so you say that so <laughs> so what does she think about her mom being like having her own show can she can she at this point at, uh, i mean she's she's still appreciate. young yeah can she mm -hmm. appreciate though all the work that you're doing and see that oh maybe you know that's great that mommy's doing this and she's still with me you know i hope so i don't think she has that grasp yet mm -hmm. um but sometimes living is more advanced i think um She's an old soul. Mm. Um, but there are times I know that when I'm on the phone, she'll say, Mommy, am I more important than your work? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she'll say that. Well, she said that to me once. Mm -hmm. Or, and she knows that I have to work, I have to do this, mm -hmm. da, da, da. But um, I, and this is also one of the reasons why I went back to work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because there was a time when Lily was young, um, like because there was there were there was nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. I was you know a stay at home mom, mm -hmm. and it's so difficult to be a stay at home mom. So salute to all the stay at home moms out there. Mm -hmm. But for me, I didn't think it was gonna work for me mm -hmm. because I would be in my pajamas for mm -hmm. like two days because <laughs> there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you uh, know. Um, mm -hmm. And so um, I I think I'm a better mom now that I'm working because then. Um, Lily can see the hustle, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. she, she sees me sometimes without makeup, or mm -hmm. she sees me sometimes like dressing up mm -hmm. and, and, and putting on makeup, mm -hmm. you know, she sees that kind of hustle, she sees me on the phone, she hears me when I talk, like sometimes when she's in the car, mm -hmm. when my children are in the car, I make a point not to do anything or mm -hmm. not to take calls. Mm -hmm because I want to be present for them. I, I ask them about their day, especially mm -hmm. Lily, she can now converse and also like sing or mm -hmm. we listen to the music that they like to listen to. Mm -hmm. But there are times when clients, like a, a specific client would call and I'd have to pick up. Right. And, you know, and she knows to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. So it's cute. Like their attention. Mommy, was I quiet enough? <laughs> I, well, that, that's awesome. And you're preparing them also to what they can look forward to if they want to go the same route as you do. If they want to go to the same industry or whatever they want to do in the future, they know that it takes discipline. It takes work. So and you're it starting takes, them yeah. off. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Janelle, thank you so much. I really, really loved speaking with you and learning more about you and your show. And and I, 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 it's such an honor to have you on my show because I've heard oh. about you from, from May, whom, whom I love, uh, May Flores, mm -hmm. and, and she's yeah. just incredible as well. But, you know, like I, I didn't know, I, I had no idea, you know, until she told me about you. And I'm like... Wow, you know, and I and then reading up on you was like, oh, okay, you know, saying like, this is her story, and I love I love to get to know the women that I'm interviewing because it really, you know, this is the whole thing. It's you don't know someone's story until you start talking to them, you know. So I appreciate you being so um, candid about your your beginnings and where you are now, which is amazing. So 
I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank oh you God. so much. And I, I enjoyed this conversation as well. And I'm sorry if I talk too much. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I, I encourage my, my encourage my guests to keep talking, you know, because that's mm-hmm. how that's how listeners get to know you. That's how, you know, if they want to um, get to know you better and, and see what your show is about, it's like, well, okay, so how did she start it? You know, what happened mm-hmm. there? So I, I think mm-hmm. it's really a great way for people to get to know about you and about your show and where you're heading so thank you so much i appreciate all the the, all the time you spent with me and i look forward to hearing more about your future projects i can't wait and i hope you can come back yeah thank you so much for having me congratulations on your show and i wish you well as well and you know it's also great what you do um you know interviewing personalities learning from them and sharing their stories it's 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 great yeah thank you so much all right have a good day i'll talk to you soon that's our show for today i've posted more information about janelle so on revwoman.com thank you for listening and i hope you'll tune in every thursday for another episode of revolutionary woman You can listen to Revolutionary Woman on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Just a little note, I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.com. 